We were facing adversity since the start of the playoffs. Not only did we have to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, but we also had to beat all odds against us. And we did it. Then came along the Winnipeg Jets. Not only did we have to beat the Winnipeg Jets, but once again, we had to beat all odds against us. And guess what? We did it again. There's new blood in town right now. Not only do we have to try to beat the, the Vegas Knights, not only do we have to beat all odds against us, but now we have the league and the refs against us. Now I'm not here to blame the refs for last night's loss. Montreal played a nearly perfect game last night until one bad mistake that costed us the win. But, but, those non-calls, that embarrassing officiating all night dictated where the game was heading. And this has to end. Now I'm not here being biased because I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan, but any sports fan watching a sport, a game like that and a game like the night before, disgusting it's embarrassing and something needs to be done something needs to be said but before we get there let me introduce to my boys we got Statman Joe hey now Fireman Sam yo I'm gonna say it we got GQ Chris hey now we're a bit short staffed tonight we're missing Chipman Adrian Bob Buster Zook but they'll be back and you gotta heat me, Anxious Anthony. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Lots to talk about. Guys, uh, the refs are losing control. Plain and simple. We don't even know what a penalty is anymore. Not even the players know what a penalty is anymore. Nobody does. So guess what? The players are just having fun. You see a bad play, a bad like punch in the face or a crush like in the head, and you're gonna go and retaliate. Why? Because hey, if you're not gonna call it on me, on him, I'll do the same thing right back. And that's dangerous hockey. Let aside the unfairness and the costing of the win or loss, because situations like this could go either way. Okay, I'm not saying Montreal would have won if those calls would have been made yesterday. I'm not saying that Vegas would have won if those calls would have been made yesterday. All this to say, it's embarrassing, it's disgusting, it's a joke, and it also could be dangerous. That, and, and what would the wake-up call for me yesterday, before the whole Suzuki situation, we'll get there, that hit on Weber. It was, it was I think it was boarding at that point, right? And guess what? Weber got up and attacked right back. And what Weber did was just as dangerous, just as dangerous. So again, I'm angry with all that's going on, but now you're, you're showing us dangerous hockey. So I uh, Sam, I know you have your hand up. Go say what you have to yeah. say, I'm getting, I'm getting, agitated, getting anxious and angry right now, go for it. 
Look, I think it's important that we acknowledge the fact that the Canadians did not lose because of the refs, nor did Vegas win because of the refs. I think we need to get that out of the way. Oh, 100%. So, so, so just, just, just for the fan base, it's, it's clearly understandable the, the, the level of frustration that we're, we're all going through because of this officiating. Having said all that, when we got the announcement that Chris Lee was going to be refing, did, 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 we, did we expect anything less or did we expect good refing? The answer is obviously no. We 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 knew shit like this was gonna happen. Not to this point. And well, yeah. Honestly, Anthony, I'm not surprised by the missed calls. I'm I'm really not. I'm not. I'm not surprised at all that the refs officiated the game the way they did. And it all started with Joel Edmondson's. Listen, Joel Edmondson nearly decapitated William Carrier in the corner in the first period. Okay, that that if 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 a Vegas player would have done that kind of hit to one of our guys, I would have been yelling bloody murder at my screen for a penalty. But the fact of the matter is, they did not call a, a either a cross check penalty. They didn't call a boarding penalty on that. Right then and there, that's when I knew that the refs are gonna lose. They're gonna lose control of this game. Right then and there, Edmondson. Could have gotten a five on that. Any other ref, any other good ref, probably would have given him either two minutes for boarding or a five-minute major for boarding because he nearly killed him, okay? It's, this is why I, I think I'm more upset at the Canadians just, just, just losing the way they did because, like you said, they played a nearly perfect game. For the first time in these playoffs, I think the Canadians yesterday played 60 minutes. But then just two minutes of overtime, a bad turnover by, by Ben Sherratt, who had a fucking solid game. Him and Weber, they were solid all night. Just Sherratt, a left-handed, a left-handed shooter, was playing on the right side of, of, of the boards. If he felt the pressure, maybe all he, he could have done was either feed KK the pass that was in front of him or just clear it off the boards. But my point in all this is that as a hockey player, when, when, when you know as a team that, listen, the refs tonight are not going to do us any favors, okay? Look, man, you suck it up, buttercup, wipe your brow, and play hockey. And that's what they did. That's what the Canadians did. They actually played hockey. I know the refs missed. I know the refs missed calls. I know that. I know the punch on Suzuki. Yes, that should have been a roughing penalty right in front of him. We all know that. Okay, yes, we should have gotten a penalty for it. We should have gotten a power play. Excuse me. Would that have changed the outcome? Dude, we don't know. We'll never know. We'll never We'll never know. Okay, I want to intervene. Let me finish. No, no, I'm going to finish this, though. But but you have to understand this, guys. It's that even the players themselves said it. We're not using this as an excuse. Corey Perry said it. We're moving on. We did a lot of positive things. And it's true. They did a lot of positive things. But not that you guys are saying this, but there's there's a lot of fans out there saying that we lost because of the refs. 
I'm sorry. I might sound like devil's advocate here. We did not lose because of the rest. We lost because of a stupid, lucky bounce that, that that puck just had to find eyes for the back of the net, and it did it squeeze through Price. It was lucky. Listen, it kind of it kind of balances and evens itself out the way the Habs won Game Three. If you really think about it, you know there's there's some games you deserve to win, there's some wins you don't deserve to get. That's playoff hockey. I understand that. The best thing for this team to do right now, move on from the refs. I think us as a fan base, we need to move on from Chris Lee and his shitty refing and focus on the positive things that this team is doing right now because I, once again, I truly believe this team has Vegas where they want them. Same thing like they did to Toronto. I really, really, truly believe in this team and believe that they got Vegas right where they want them. And it's important they they approach that mentality going into Vegas tomorrow night. Go, Chris. Chris, you go first. Okay. So there are three things. Number one, I I do completely agree that this was not a this was not the refs winning or losing a game or influencing necessarily the outcome. I think if Caulfield would have scored, uh, oh, yes, on that oh, breakaway, that yeah. so that in itself yeah. is not it has nothing to do with penalties or power plays, or anything like that, that in itself could have changed the game. However, when I said I wanted to intervene, uh, like, this is the two part of it. I think the punch in the face could have had a much more significant impact. And why? Because the Canadians were on a power play already. They had a minute and 40-ish seconds on the power play. And if that punch would have been called, they would have had a minute and 40 on a two-man advantage. So that, yeah, fair point. That, fair point. that's the only thing that I can say it might have changed the impact, yeah. the outcome of the game just yeah, because fair. of that situation. Fair. But for the rest of the penalties, I guess my only complaint is the ones that they're actually calling are so weak. Yes. Like they, you barely touch a player and it's a call, whereas yep. you're decapitating a player or sending him into an extremely dangerous uh, position and then lining him up and crushing him. Like for Weber to go flying like that, a big guy like Weber to go flying like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you not call that? Whereas like, it's like you're swatting a fly on uh, Suzuki's like swatting a fly with his stick and oh, to the box. Well, They're remember like- when, remember Kakanyemi when he got suspended last, last playoffs? Yes. His hit, yeah. his hit was less worse than that. It's, no, it's, I- it's, 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 it's unreal. Exactly. But that's why I want to I want to just intervene two seconds because it was something I missed out on my intro. So I'm all for playing playoff hockey. And we all know that when it comes to the playoffs, you're leaving the whistles in your pockets. And I get that, okay? Those little minor penalties to be missed, it's normal because it's playoff hockey, play the fucking game, right? Like the Kiki's hooking call, you know? They call that, which that could be Shown as okay, let that slide because it's just a little touch. Let that slide, Bingo. and then another tripping call. Let that slide. That's okay to let slide during playoffs. And I'm not going to be saying what the fuck, right? What the fuck? What are you doing? I'm going to be the guy in the in, in the stand saying, okay, man, let's play hockey. Shut the fuck up. Let's play. Let them play. So those calls, let them slide. But the punch in the face and the the cross check on, on Weber, Edmonton's play too. Those are the calls you need to call. Yep. Let the other one slide and the yeah. big ones you call. That's playoff hockey. Now, yeah. one more thing to, to, to Sam's point in win or lose. I'm not, again, I'm not saying Habs lost because the, the 
I'm not saying Chav's lost because of the rest. I'm not saying Vegas won because of the rest. But the t- game would have been a whole different outcome, even score-wise, or even anything if the refs would have called certain big penalties. Like, for example, if, let's say, Edmonton would have got that penalty, five minutes there, let's say, just give or take, or hypothetically speaking, Vegas scores two goals in the five minutes. Boom, now Montreal's playing the chasing game. That could have went that way. Let's go backwards. Uh, let, let's say that didn't happen, and they called the Suzuki thing. Five on three started the third period. Montreal scores and leads two nothing in the third period. Now you see Vegas trying to catch up to two goals, not one. Again, it's the ref dictating how the game is, is going because of those missed calls. That's yeah, what I'm they, saying. They, I'm not blaming no, the win or the loss. I'm just look, saying it could have been a whole different game. Look, for sure, the Canadians got the short end of the stick of it. I, 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 I am not disagreeing with that. I, I'm really not. All I'm saying is that we, we, we knew Chris Lee was refing, so it, we, we knew that it was going to be bad officiating. So, like I said, as a team, when you know that, it's just, listen, you, like I said earlier, you got to just suck it up, wipe your brow, and play hockey. And that's, that's, my, that's the way I look at it. It's, it's just... We're not using it as an excuse, but it could, it's tempting to use it as, as an excuse. But just for me personally, as a fan, and as, as, as a, the way I loved the way they played yesterday, that's, I, I, I just refuse to, to look at it. And we're not using it as an excuse, but I just don't want to approach that. We can express all kinds of frustrations we want towards the refs, rightfully so. It's just, we, we, we need to be careful as a fan base saying that the refs were one of the reasons why we lost. And I want to hear what Joey has to say, because he's been awfully quiet. And when Joey's, when Joey, when Joey's quiet, he scares me. I'm, I'm waiting for everybody to let it all out. So I'm waiting for everybody oh, to blow off Steve. Uh, I'm going to open by saying the same thing I did last game. Uh, uh, Chris Lee and I'll even add Dan O'Rourke can go fuck themselves. So I'll open it up again. So this will not change. I will say this every podcast. I'll say this every podcast and every single one. Maybe we'll have so many followers one day. They'll actually get to them and they'll actually hear me say that to them. Because I would love to say it to their face. So I got that out of the way. Sam, the whole Edmonton, I mean, your, your angle or take on Edmonton kind of starting it with his dangerous uh, hit, which it was dangerous, I don't think it's what said it started. I think this started from – I think everything was lost in game three. I don't even think it was lost in game three. Oh, yeah, if you want to – yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you want to add in game three. I, I think game sure. three was when they lost control. But Vegas, I hate to say it as a Montreal fan, but this all started with Vegas – having dangerous plays before Montreal that I, I can't recall besides Edmondson, something being as dangerous started by Montreal penalties. Yes, but dangerous. No, but when you come into game four and nothing was called in game three, well, that's, that's where, even though the players say it, yeah, that's fair. Also start, yeah. say it or don't say it, say it. We gotta, you know, we can't forget about the penalties. You know, it's there. You got wives of the Canadians players. You got analysts. You got everybody talking about the refs. You don't only have Montreal fan base. You got Boston Bruins fan base. You got Toronto fan base starting to feel bad for us because of the way the refing are called. And 
maybe it doesn't change the outcome of the game because we don't know what's going to happen with a power player penalty kill. But what did I say we had the advantage with all series? What are we better at than Vegas or what are we worse? We were a worse five-on-five team, but but we're better on special teams. You don't think Chris Lee knows that. You don't think Dan O'Rourke knows that. You don't think Gary Bretman knows that. I'm sure they're being told by some stupid stat nerd worse than me about this. There's, there's another Joey out there? Sure. Oh, Mike. we got to find him and we got to him, Mike. <laughs> Vegas is barely clipping over 70% for penalty kill. They are That is third worst of all the playoff teams. They are dead last in power play where Munchal has the best penalty kill and they don't have the best power play, but they were, they were hitting just above 18%, about 18 and a half to be exact. They were about middle to the pack or hitting the, the best eight out of 16, which isn't bad, meaning they can score on the power play, not at a Tampa Bay rate, not at Islanders who remain, but they can still score at a decent rate comparing to Vegas, who is absolutely dead last. So, yes, yeah, like Chris said, a five on three is huge for the Gustafson, Perry, Suzuki, Caulfield, and Toffoli. That is absolutely massive to give us a 2 zero lead. And going back to your games. To the game you mentioned, Sam, game three, we don't deserve to win. I agree, we don't, the way it was officiated. But what if they actually made four, five, six calls they missed on Montreal in the game? Is Montreal in a situation where they have to chase it? Maybe not. I would probably say probably not. You know, if you give Montreal four or five opportunities instead of zero, I don't think they're chasing that game. No, Joe. And if you give Montreal the five on three, I don't think they're only up one zero. Or Joel. even if they don't score, you're giving – hold on, Sam. You're giving four yeah, yeah. or five penalties to Vegas. That is 10 minutes of them. I'm, I won't give them 100% not scoring, but I'm giving them 99% scoring. No, There's a difference. Joe, you're, you're saying – Joe, everything you're saying is on point. There, there's, there's no arguing that. I guess my way of looking at things is, is, is kind of like – it is what it is type of deal. And you're right about they lost control in game three. Fair. I, I guess my problem was I didn't even think about game three because, look, we won. Time to move on. And, you know, the difference the way I'm seeing a guy like Corey Perry who, who basically got half his nose almost chopped off. He's bleeding like a stuck pig. Okay. At the end of that game, According to him, they said the reason why they didn't call anything was was because of a follow-through. It was a follow-through. Are you fucking kidding me? A follow-through? Like, get the fuck out of here. Man, there's so many refs that call that call a two-minute high-sticking follow-through when the guy is practically he's 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 basically slouched down. He's slouched down, he's bent down, his head is maybe three feet above the ice. He gets a high stick to the face. He, the, the guy's still getting a penalty, a follow-through. Get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. Look. But my point is that, look, Corey Perry, he said at the end, like, in, in some ways or to a lighter degree, was complaining about that no call, okay, at the end of game three. Now, if you compare him from game three interview to game four, he's saying st- stuff like, we just got to move on. We got to move on. Look because at the positives. Because they can't say anything else. They're going to get fined. Uh, Joe, I, I I don't think it's that. I personally I personally don't think it's that, Joe. I, I'm gonna say I disagree because these guys they 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 know they can't come up with an excuse like that. They know that again, the refs 
not that the rest are against them, but you know they're not going to do them any favors. You know they'd be shit best. So they have to find a way to overcome that. That's 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 why I'm here saying maybe maybe through my own experience of playing, you know, what I mean, for those that play sports that have played sports throughout their lives, no ref is perfect. They're all human, but then there's yeah, some that are worse than others. Yeah, as a play, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As a player, do you know how many times I'm like, listen, this ref is shit. We got to find a way to overcome this, okay? And you uh, you approach yeah. it as a team. You got to find your way around yeah. it, okay? Yes. And imagine, you. and imagine the team, the, the Canadians, they, they didn't even play bad. On the contrary, again, I'm going to say this again. They played so good. Can we also give, and, I hate saying this, can we give Robin Leonard a bit of credit too? Like, man, he made some big saves. He stopped Caulfield, like Chris said. Imagine if Cole Caulfield scores that goal. Eric Stahl. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, I'm yeah, do you, you know what I mean, guys. Like I, I, I get all that. Believe me, believe me, guys. I, I get all the frustration. But listen, okay. there's, there's only so many times, especially about this ref. Look, we all know he's a shit ref. Okay. We all know that, but um, th- there's got to be a way. This is what Dude, we're I don't get. make the decisions. How does Joy, Joy? How I'm, I'm asking. The same question: How the fuck does Tim Peel get fired, but this idiot still has a job? Look, but Tim Peel was retiring. That's a different story. I understand so it didn't that, matter but, but, but 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 still, if you want to talk about the integrity of the game? How Chris, the fuck oh. does Chris Lee still have a job? Okay, for the guy I agree, who's I know. to the name Chris. Um, <laughs> let me let me see. Let me I can't say this. See, I can't. I can't even. I probably won't even be able to call my cousin Chris anymore. Because all I'm gonna think about yeah. is this is that other idiot. Yeah. Sorry, no, Chris. I'm, no, I'm so sorry. Okay. I gotta find it's a new okay. name for you. I, I can't look at myself in the mirror today because of that <laughs> asshole. No, no, no. Look, uh, or I don't want to read my name off of a page. Uh, look, I'll I'll say this much. What you're talking about, Sammy, is the player yes. stance. As a player, how do they have yes. to handle this? But as a fan. Okay, now I want to speak. That's as that's a fair. Fan. I was speaking. I was speaking as a player. So yes, yeah, speak as a fan. Like, and I'm I'm saying like right. a Montreal Canadiens right, right. player. What do they have to do in order to succeed? But as a fan, you know there have been rumblings in the past to say, okay, the league has put the American teams in a favorable position to succeed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is the first time that I'm actually looking at it and going, Vegas is still a new team. The fan base is still growing. Um, like there's there's a lot more to be gained. They they can fill up their arena, sell God knows how much more, make that much more money throughout the course of the playoffs. And for the first time, I'm actually looking at this and going, holy crap, is it actually possible that the league is intervening and they're paying off refs or they're swaying the, the the refs decision making during the no it's a big oh. statement it's a big statement as a business owner as a business owner chris it, it, you want eighteen thousand fans in the just, finals or three thousand well, fans well, in the finals you just exactly you just and i want to say you just and, activated conspiracy at and now. no but no no but i want to <laughs> say this much too uh, as and and i want to talk not only in a in a sense of like the business of how many more fans you can get and how many more tickets you can uh, sell and how many more different things uh will come in terms of profitability of having vegas and tampa win the fact of the matter is do you think the new york islanders or do you think the montreal canadians fan base is not going to show up next year 
if their teams didn't end up in the Stanley Cup finals. We have much more loyal fan bases. We have good fans who are, you know what, sadly, we're dumb enough to always keep coming back no matter what the outcome is of a season. And the biggest thing to say is that on top of all the profitability, Vegas and Tampa, how do you think you're going to grow the game in the desert and down south? These guys, they, they it, like, I'm sorry to say, but there's a lot of reasons that the league would want those two teams to succeed. And guess what? Look at the officiating both of these series. Shit against the Montreal Canadiens and shit against the New York Islanders. And it's it's preceded these semifinal series. It's been the same thing. They've been clearing the path. Look at Colorado, best team in the league. Look at the officiating between Vegas and Colorado. And which fan base is going to continue coming back next year? I can guarantee you Colorado fans will be back. Vegas, where will they be in a year? Go ahead. I I wanted to stay away from the whole conspiracy because you know who I am. I'm very... Oh, God. That's your new nickname. Conspiracy I'm, no, entity. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm introducing you at that next episode. I didn't bring it up. Chris no, did. You are I'm now. not even. No, no I'm not. I'm, I'm avoiding it. I'm no, you're it. not. You're no, fucking I'm, liar. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, it. I'm not bringing it up. I wanted to go back to what you said before. And okay. again, I, I understand you. Like, I get your opinion, Sam, about all this. And I know you're probably looking at it as, as a player. As a player view. And you're right. Because Gallagher I'm, I'm came out. I'm 100% I'm looking as a guy who's played, still plays, and who's had his fair share of very bad officiating. So Gallagher came out and said, look, we have to control the uncontrollable and play the game. And it is what it is. Just play on, right? As a pl- But the players are not going to come out and say, fuck these refs. They can't. They're not allowed to. It's, it's For the media purposes, they're not going to say that. So it's only normal they're being politically correct and saying it oh, is no. what it oh, is. Oh, hold on. Sorry, Ati. I'm going to say this. I think it's also it's it's a mentality thing as well because – these players need to be more than 100% focused. So if they if they verbalize any, any negative aspect about the refs, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'll, that's, right. I, I think that's, that's – I agree, thing. yes. I agree, yes. They could get in trouble, so they avoid that. But I also think it's more like not to add any negative thoughts and into any, and their, any their concentration. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So on your point about no ref is perfect, you're 100% right. There's no perfect ref. And it's normal. We've seen it for so many years that one bad missed call in a game where you're like, what the fuck? And it happens. It's not every rep is perfect. And you're not going to, it's normal to miss one or two here and there, but look at the trend of this series. Look at the, 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 the consistency of this. It's not just one. It's not just two. It's six, seven, eight, a game. And they're not little minor ones. Like I said before, there's putting the refs, the whistles in your pocket for that little, touch hooking that KK got yesterday and that little chip here and there, those okay. But Sam, you have to understand that punch in the face, that cross like in the neck, yeah. the Edmondson play, yeah, that is not those... something to miss. And I know that. I even said, even I said you that being earlier. but even you being a player playing in your leagues, you seeing that you're not gonna say at, oh okay, we'll let that slide because it's a bad the, refugee. Call. The, it's I dangerous. said it I said it those were penalties but I said those are penalties that they missed. I said but the it's not something but it's the Edmondson hit say, should have been a penalty. Yeah, it but should I'm have saying, been. But the fact, the, but, dude, but Ante, no, I'm not saying those shouldn't be penalty. They, sh- of course, they should get called. But the fact of the matter is, because the refs didn't call those, that's why shit got out of control. But that's the thing; those are calls that shouldn't be missed. 
Those are calls that you not. should of course. whistle. Because, of course. And again, not because I'm biased as a Habs fan and I want to see the power play and, and score. It's also the danger aspect of things. Because yes. now, game five, you think it's going to... If, if right now I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that <laughs> Bejavin or someone is talking about this behind the scenes that we don't know about and they're trying to fix it. I'm hoping that it's happening. Game if five it's will not, be different. If it's not, I, they're not. They're, it's not going to be the same refs. Uh, game five. So you want to know what? And Anthony, I want to answer what you're saying. It doesn't even have to be Bergevin. And what has been the most reassuring in all of these past few days is that a lot of analysts from around the league, yes, do, happy, uh, not only from Montreal or uh, Vegas or Tampa or New York. Other analysts are starting to see, and like you said, even the, the Leafs fans, but these Leaf analysts that we have to endure the whole season on Sportsnet <coughs> are even... <laughs> I don't want to say his name, but he admitted it. He yeah. admitted it. When Steve Dangle, guys... the most diehard Leaf fan. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, but he's, but he's, yeah. but he's not but he's not, he's not an arrogant Leaf fan, and that's why Reg- I like Yes, him. but regardless, but he is a diehard Leaf fan. He hates Munchal to pieces, and he still... I don't don't think I don't think he hates Montreal. I don't think he hates Montreal. But to conclude, long story fan, I I can tell. Long story short, is that we don't have to necessarily rely on Molson or Bergevin to call up the league and say, "Hey, this is unfavorable treatment," and God knows what the outcome of that could be, because they can go against us even further. What I'm really appreciating is that all of the other analysts, all of the like the hockey world. Is starting to stop and say, okay, there's something wrong here, and we demand better. The worst, the worst thing about this all is that these refs get evaluated after every game, especially when it comes to playoffs. Okay, I don't understand how the heck is the a board governors evaluation or, part of this evaluation. Dude, if anything, and I, whoever is evaluating that failed their fucking eye test. I don't understand how, even after game three, like Joey said, was terrible at the start. I don't understand how or who decided the fact that, no, these two refs are still capable and competent enough to, to uh, officiate game four. Now, part of me is wondering, is it because the reason why they're keeping those group of referees in Canada, is it because of the whole bubble situation, COVID, whatever the heck you want to call said. it? That's so, why they kept so, the same for Game Four. But I swear to God, Joe, if they, there's no, it's there's no way they can ref Game Six. There's no way. Like how? No, how no, no. In uh, that case, they'll, in that case, they'll change. What I'm saying is why they went Game Three to Game Four. I yes, is they don't want to fly in new refs. Chris that's Lee fine. is not yeah, staying the, the, in Montreal. If not, I think someone's going to hunt him down and shoot him. No, 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 but Joey, but my, my point, my point is in that. Crossed, listen, right? he failed. If 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 he's being evaluated after game three and game four, I'm sorry, he deserves a big F for fail. If he is absolutely, if if he's if he's on the fucking game sheet as one of the officials for game six, then maybe I'll fucking join Anthony's alley and be like, there might be a conspiracy over here. But until I then, I re- big conspiracy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've yeah. known you for so many years, Anthony. You're the conspiracy guy. Too bad. I am. You, and I was keeping you it cre- in. You I am. created that reputation. I might join your alley. I'm I admitting might, it. You might I'm recruit not talking me. about it. You might recruit me like a Scientologist. You might recruit me into your fucking religion <laughs> of conspiracy <laughs> theories. No, seriously. Dude. 
the, the, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand how he, Chris Lee, could be refing Game Six. Like it, it, it's, it's. I, I, I think pigs will fly before no, look, that shit happens. If he, if he is, and I'm a Montreal Canadiens player, look, it's between Dano or Merrill. You say, look, you wind up your hardest shot that you possibly can, and you aim for, you aim for the oh the ref. <laughs> I've been tempted a few. I've been tempted gonna, a few times to do that. I'm gonna throw it out there. Julie Petrie, Jeff Petrie's wife, wife mentioned on social media that. She's gorgeous, by the way. Should, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to mention she's, she's, a gorgeous, she's a gorgeous woman. Absolutely. I, I still stick with Tyler Toffoli's wife, Kat Foley, but Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, uh, she's gorgeous too. For yes. other news, no, but she mentioned Can you about, guys get fucking your own girlfriends, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> she, mentioned, uh, she mentioned about how the refs should be not just held accountable, how they should actually have a press conference himself answering yes. the media after games rather than just the players because the players can't say anything because the refs right now they, they 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 ref the game and that's it that's all they should be the ones talking to the media after the game chrissy dan o'rourke and guys we, we say chrissy 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 but he also has another ref we have dan o'rourke that no one mentions but anyways they yeah. should both be on the podium talking and answering the media like the last game of Montreal, of the calls, they should be put into pressure, and then things they say, they say out of turn, they should get fined beyond just being evaluated. Apparently, Joey, Joey, to add to that, doesn't maybe Anthony and Joey, you might answer this. Doesn't the NFL have some kind of like public information slash evaluation? thing when it comes to the refs was it or is it the nba i think the nba they actually have to have the interviews i heard this i heard this today on tsn 690 and for the life of me i don't remember which league but it there's a basically the refs have to i think have to be put on the spot like joey said on the podium and they're 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 basically they're they're held accountable for they're, their They're decisions. held accountable, and, and, but that's it. And they're, they're actually – there's some kind of evaluation that the fans get involved with as well. And they actually expose the referees, especially if, they're, if, they're, if, if they do a shit job. Now, pardon me for, like, human protection. Like, I don't think the, the league should do that, the, at least the NHL, just, just for, for protect the, private, the privacy or something. Or I, I don't know. It's trying to look at the human. I'm, I'm trying to look at. I'm trying to look at the human elements here. But at the same time, too, it's no, man. What, I, whoever's evaluating these refs, I'm sorry. They, they, they either fire them, hire somebody new, or I don't know. Because like Anthony said the at the NBA. beginning, this shit. Okay, thanks, Joe. Because like Anthony said, some of this shit can't continue. Yeah, but what I can't take, and I'm not necessarily. I really do like the idea of having the refs um, have interviews after the game to in fact be accountable and explain their decisions what and why but again that might be a lot but you take our league if you compare it to the other the other professional leagues like like we said they openly criticize their referees we speak out some players say oh yeah that was a poor call twenty five thousand dollars Twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand. Yeah. God knows, uh, people getting fired for freaking talking out against the 
these guys. So there's got to be a balance. I'd really like to see something in between because it's really lopsided right now. Perfect. So we can talk for hours about these refs. Uh, majority of this episode was all about the refs, but it's a given. It's, rightfully, it's, it's, rightfully, it's, rightfully so. Rightfully sorry. so. No, no, rightfully <laughs> so. Rightfully so. There's, those, there's definitely no way around it or no way. There's nothing different there's, we could have done, I don't think. <laughs> exactly. So to wrap it up, to end this off, I want to talk a bit about the game because there was some good positive stuff we need to bring up to, you know, give credit where it's due. So like we said before, uh, Montreal played a nearly perfect game uh, besides that, you know, last mistake that costed us the win. Uh, but besides that, you know, um, what was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought. It's okay. I got um, it. All, look, again, all, all four lines were very good. The, the, Corey Perry yesterday, he looked like he was on another level. For a guy at his age, Corey Perry was on a mission. Man, he created a lot of scoring chances. The guy still has the hands. He, he was – I thought Corey Perry was fantastic. I thought Shea Weber was fantastic. Ben Sherratt was excellent as well. Oh, man, Caulfield, if he would have scored that goal, that place would have erupted. But what a goal by Paul Byron. Again, carbon copy feed Nick Suzuki to a guy on a breakaway. The way Paul Byron controlled that pass first with his feet onto his stick was Sidney Crosby style. I loved it. I was so happy Paul Byron got that goal. Like I said earlier, practically they for the first time in a, in a while, they played 60 minutes. Just the game went beyond 60 minutes and uh, just just one just just one bad turnover. Just it was that's all it was. Just one bad turnover and and a lucky goal. We just got to yes. get into Leonard's head the way we got into uh, Flurry's head. Well, you got to give him credit, man. The, the guy made 100%. The guy made the guy made key saves at key moments, you know. Price, man, that that, that, that one goal, the puck had ice. That puck had ice and it just it managed to sneak his way through his 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 left arm, his glove and, you know, Price built this team up fucking more than more than a hundred times these playoffs, like I, 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 hundred percent do not put the blame on Price at all. I don't even put a blame on anybody, really. It's just again, maybe Sherrod could have cleared that puck instead of hold on to it when he, he saw that he was getting pressured. Just try to clear it off the boards, or God forbid, off. I, I I really can't. I can't think of anything negative to say about the team. They play the same way tomorrow. They're going to win. If they play the exact same way tomorrow, just maybe maybe a bit more of their, their bigger name guys start scoring. Maybe I'd like to see Brendan Gallagher start yes. scoring just a little bit. He uh, had his opportunity yesterday. Ty, yeah, he did. Tyler Toffoli, just maybe uh, just a little bit more, but I can't complain about Toffoli either. Anderson and Byron are getting the job done. Kakanyemi too, I'd like to see him making just smarter decisions. But other than that, and then maybe, okay, maybe adding Jeff Petrie as our offensive defenseman. I'd like to get see him get on the scoreboard somewhere or create a, a more offensive opportunities. I, yeah, I think so too. But, but, but again, these aren't negatives. It's just maybe 
little, well, call it little tweaks, if you will, for the better. Other than that, man, guys, I have nothing negative to say about the Canadians right now. Nothing at all. The game itself, uh, yeah, Sam, I think, nailed all the points of how well Montreal played defensively. Look, offensively, we we could have wanted a bit more. You never want to sit on a one-goal lead. Things like yeah. this do happen. This is where I was saying power plays could have helped us. I hate to say this, and I try to maybe nod or hold back just when Vegas scored that overtime goal, and I'm talking for the rest of the series, I just felt something in me that told me that that was Montreal's opportunity to take this series. It just, in my gut feeling, I think the momentum is swinging back Vegas' way with this, whether they change reps or not. I I hope I'm wrong. I got to go. Duty calls. <laughs> First, so, first I'm at time work, in, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Boys history. 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 Sammy <laughs> getting a fire call. Go for it. Yeah. Stay so, safe, so, Sam. boys. I'll see you later. Sam. Goodbye, Stay everybody. Safe. See ya. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> First so, time in uh, Curfew Boys history. Got Sammy on a call. Yeah. Well, he's safe. So go for it, Joe. Forward, I, I, hope, I hope none of our fans hate me for this. Like, Well, not that they do. It's just my feeling inside me. I think the momentum has swung back Vegas's way. I wanted to mention Sam's point about over, you have to overcome things. Overcoming, you know, one thing as, let's say, the team being better than you or whatever is one thing. But Montreal has to overcome no coach, full arena to empty arena and refs. And they're not the better team on paper. We all know this. So to overcome all four, I mean, the odds are really stacked against you. That was the opportunity. Vegas did not have anything going all game. To win that game 3-1, I would even said the series is over, coming from the guy who's predicted Montreal to lose every series. The Jets, actually, I was 50-50 on it. I predicted they'd lose to Vegas. The fact that that happened, I said that was it right away. That was the opportunity to win and take the series. I think going back to Vegas at 18,000, just yelling and screaming at everything that goes Vegas's way, with the refs, how they were. I just don't see how Montreal can overcome this. They might squeeze in a game, but like that's why I gave it to them in seven. But I, I don't see how Montreal could overcome this. Offensively, they have to show a lot more, especially on the road. There's only one game where they scored three goals, and that was game two. And I want to believe Gallagher's quote, and he's right. Gallagher said, good teams know how to win at home. Great teams know how to win on the road against the toughest. He's absolutely right. I really hope they can show it. It's just something inside me thinks that I think they're going to lose whatever they have left in the tank. And I think Vegas, with that momentum, is going to take over. So that's on me. But And that's why I'm upset with Chris Lee and whatever, because that was the game to me that would have taken Montreal to the finals. Hopefully I'm wrong, and they prove me wrong once again. Chris, wrap it up. We've been doubting this team for too long uh, or too many times. They had a great game yesterday. I think that that the players having played two games in Vegas already, and I'm talking particularly the young players, we'll see what they're truly made of and uh, whether or not they have a little bit of advice in their veins. But I think they'll be much more uh, prepared to handle whatever they should be hearing uh, in the stands tomorrow. And 
honest to God, I, I'm expecting some. I'm expecting some lion-hearted performances. And Sammy mentioned his name, but I completely agree. Gallagher. I feel like he's just. He's not there, but he's he's going to get it. It's going to come. And I think it's one of those games where we have to go in. It's got to be lay everything down on the line and show this team who we are. And again, you, they got to go in as if no matter what the refs are going to call, we are going to push at 150% for the whole time. And if they do that, I think they can have an even better game than they did yesterday. And if they have an even better game than yesterday and convert on some of those opportunities, we're coming back home to Montreal with a 3-2 advantage. I want to believe that. I hope for that. I think we'll see which team is going to come out within the first 10 minutes of the game tomorrow. And look, who, who's ever hearing this, if anybody who hears this has a connection to Mark Bergevin, Alex Burroughs, <laughs> Luke Richardson, um, Ducharme, even though he's at home, anybody has a connection to them that wants to make them listen to not even our whole podcast, what I have to say, please, for the love of God, don't fucking play John Merrill. Take the guy out of lineup. Throw his equipment somewhere where we cannot find it. We have two suitable defensemen who can replace him that are better, that can move the puck better and help offensively because he is just a tire fire back there and I'm nervous every time I see him. You guys day, might know about Gustafson. Wait, you guys might say about Gustafson. If we finally power get play. power plays, at least he'll show his work. That power play line works. That's why you keep him there. But you have Merrill there defensively. He cannot move the puck. There's too many dangerous chances with him. Please, for the love of God, take him out of the lineup. <laughs> you heard that. it there. Whoever knows Benjamin or Alex Burroughs, pass that word. On that note, Luke Richardson or Duchard, anybody. Even the players. <laughs> Turn all on right, your own guys. guy. <laughs> We've been facing adversity all playoffs. Hopefully, uh, Joey's statement is incorrect. But we'll see. Time will tell. Game five tomorrow night in Vegas. Like Chris said, the first 10 minutes of the game will show who wants it more. On that note, to all listeners out there, thanks for following us. Listen to us on Apple on Spotify, on Google, and guys, oh, stay safe, Sammy, out there, bell rang, first time in history where he gets a fireman call, you know, duty calls, anyways, on that note, till tomorrow, bye now, bye now, bye now, good night.